0: Hi, this is Mary Coughlin, and I want to welcome you to the Care Out Loud podcast presented to you by Caring Essentials Collaborative, founder of the Trauma-Informed Professional Certificate Program and internationally recognized leader in trauma-informed developmentally supportive education for parents and professionals serving babies, children, and families in crisis around the globe. I'm wicked excited you're here as we talk about Caring Out Loud. In each moment lies a unique opportunity to create a kinder, more connected and compassionate world one moment at a time. And it all begins with you. Happy Halloween and welcome back to part two of my interview with Anna Bailey, registered nurse, Caritas coach, author, and caring science scholar. We ended last week's episode with Anna reflecting on her and her son's experience with the loss of her husband and their father. She describes it as a deep, deep darkness and struggle. It isn't until through counseling the word trauma is brought up that anna is able to begin to view their lived experience through a trauma lens in anna's words once that was unlocked we do better thanks for joining us i love the i love what you just articulated because there's there are so many traumatic situations um, you know i mean globally for sure but within healthcare um, mm. and for us as professionals and i kind of you know Including myself there, even though I'm not practicing, but you know, just in general, for us to not have the skills, to not have the because there is a skill component for sure. You know, I mean, I, I think a lot of what I learned, you know, um, moving through the Caritas Coach Program um, was really unlocking skills to cultivate that the the caring science to really um, learn how to express it and to speak it, speak the language. Um, that initially felt a little clunky, you know, I mean, it, it you know, uh, like learning a new language, but um, over time, it, it starts to flow and, and feel more natural with the language. And I think the language of trauma is similar. Um, we don't use it. We don't like to talk about the bad stuff. We don't like to talk about dying. We want to cure everybody and really unlocking that piece For both the individual who's enduring the experience, you know, when they don't have the language to understand what they're going through, you can just feel like I'm going crazy. That will I ever be back to normal, Uh, whatever normal is? Um, But also for those folks that are, you know, ideally there to support you and, and walk alongside you in this journey. If we don't have the language to describe that journey. You know we can fall short and miss opportunities to help individuals move through it. And it, it does. Well,
1: that... I think the thing that comes up when what you've been talking about again, you know, and when, when we go back to caring science and the caretast processes, is that um, the idea of having of listening with a non judgmental approach, mm-hmm. and and when people are in trauma and people are grieving, um and bereaved um people expect you to kind of get over it within a couple yeah of, you know, a couple of weeks like oh you know you would be fine and when you're not fine everyone disappears <laughs> ah. and people judge you people yeah. you know um yeah people judge And and if one thing that i've learned through my experience of the last few years is is that I judge less now, yeah. you know, because I always think, what is that person going through that's brought them to this point? Yeah. And the feedback I've had from a, a few people when they they've kind of read um Birds are Our Secrets is is around that, is kind of going, wow, we didn't understand this it was so complicated. Right. <laughs> oh, this is yeah, these people are going through a lot. Yeah. Um, and this idea of just not not judging, because you know people who are showing up when they're sick and they're frightened, and their loved ones are sick and frightened. It's it's the most terrifying experience, and it's traumatic, yeah. and it triggers past experiences. Yes. So don't judge. Yeah. You know this. You know this non-judgmental approach that that Karen Science talks about. Yeah. It's it, very powerful,
0: it, super powerful. But it it's also I mean, for me, too, like you don't even realize you're judging sometimes, you know, it's like it's almost like this default mode um, until you start to notice what it is that you're doing. Right. It's that whole thing about going within um, and observing your own responses, your own behaviors, your own language and paying attention to it, because I think a lot of us, I'll say me. You know, um, I, I just, you know, I I I always feel like I'm operating from my best intention, but I don't know what I don't know. So, you know, unless I get curious, and you used that word a lot, you know, when we first started talking, and I love that word, um, getting curious about what it is that we're observing, but also getting curious about what it is that we're feeling, what are we feeling about you know, what we're observing, what are we feeling about what we're feeling in the moment and really exploring that so that we can become more attuned to and aligned with our own inner wisdom. I I think at the end of the day, that's the thing that's gonna help guide us to our next right move, our next right, um, you know, creation with with another to help them on, on their own journey um but but that's not everybody doesn't operate from that place right
1: but i think one of the the essential things about self-care is is that kind of not judging ourselves as well those caritas processes that apply to us yeah you know practice loving kindness Mm -hmm. to self and other Mm -hmm. a non-judgmental approach to self and other Mm -hmm. you know yeah um that's part of self-care yeah is is um and also that kind of, which is tough and i'm not good at this but <laughs> this kind of like we're not perfect like you say you know we all, we're we're going to make mistakes but being kind to ourselves and forgiving ourselves because we've we've come from a good place with mm-hmm. it and we might have got it wrong but you know can we forgive ourselves and um you know that, that's a huge thing and i i that's a big part of my self-care at the moment is this ability to forgive myself for lots of things. Yeah. I, I, I,
0: you're making me think too. I mean, I, I was thinking a little bit about Carl Jung, you know, um, uh, about the second half of life, you know, and it's all about really kind of going within, um, but wouldn't it be wonderful? And I think there's definitely an opportunity for us to more overtly um culture the younger generations you know younger nurses younger healthcare professionals teachers humans in general about this the importance of self-care and you know and that self-care i mean it's it's fun to go on vacations it's fun to you know eat chocolates and lay on the couch and watch tv you you can call that self-care but it's much more and much deeper than that and that, that those are skills that we need to hone Young in life, you know, and and I think Mm -hmm. that that will help us avert a lot of the pain and anguish that we experience and regret and shame, you know, all that heavy stuff. That's oftentimes a consequence of us not really knowing how to truly honor and and love ourselves Mm -hmm. as a starting point for our relationships with others, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: But it's hard, it's hard, and we're we're just learning this stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I know um I've talked to a couple of of nurses recently you know on um, online, and you know they just come online and they say, help us help us tell us what to do um you know, because there is so much distress um and, and you know when everyone's distressed, when everyone's working at this sort of level, how can you help other people?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. you know so so that's very isolating in itself, yeah, you know yeah um, and that's why we try and build what we call this caritas community, you know this just this place for yeah. for people to just come and and be supported and talk the language of compassion and just kind of just shift that try and shift yeah that kind of energy yeah. around it all
0: yeah it almost um, feels too though that you know we've got so these are all the legacy people these are the people that are in the field right now and they're they're struggling um with um you know oppressive cultures oppressive environments um environments that don't um, that aren't inherently compassionate, um, and then we're training new, you know, nurses to come into the field, hopefully, hopefully we're able to recruit nurses to come into the field, do you think we're going to get to a place, um, at least in nursing, where there is more integration of this, you know, the concept of human caring science? I mean, I, um, I'm thinking of a quote from, um, the the 2018 book from A Watson Unitary Caring Science and she mentions she mentions about if nursing doesn't really um, embrace and I'm really paraphrasing this but like embrace you know the real human dimensions of our work then we could be subsumed by other disciplines you don't need nursing then if you're just thinking it's a checklist kind of a thing then um, there's something really missing and if we don't honor that and own it it will it'll disappear and and nursing could ostensibly disappear um i mean that that was such a bold statement to to read that Mm -hmm. and um it definitely made me worry (laughs) what what do you think
1: well i think it's really interesting i think it's quite shocking statement isn't it yeah but i i'm not sure about this um and i'm probably in the minority here but i i do have a lot of hope for nursing actually um, and my youngest son he's 21 and he's going to start his nursing um degree um, in september so he's he's off to do that and um you know i look at this younger generation and i i don't know what it's like in the states you know but but here there is a lot of consciousness around the environment and the climate yes. and emergency and and therefore this kind of consciousness about um connection you know that we're, connection, we're connected and what we do makes a difference um and that gives that yeah, that gives me a lot of hope um and i think the the other kind of thing that gives me hope is that they they're more courageous than i was at 20 on calling things out yeah they'll call things out they don't they'll call bullying out they 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 they, they won't have it wow and and so in a way, I think they're further down the path than than perhaps I was, at, well, I know I was at 20. And and, and and so that gives me a lot of hope. But I think it's their, it's their world, it's a different world. Um, all the kind of digital inclusion and the technology and the AI and, and all that that's going on, that's their world and that's for them they'll work it out and they'll manage it mm-hmm. in their way. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like when I'm 80 and need hospital treatment, whether I'll be treated by a robot or not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I do have hope. I do have a lot of hope.
0: That's beautiful. And the
1: nurses that I talk to, And the things that I come across um, from nursing students, you know, they are as committed. They are as compassionate. They are going in. They have the same values that that I talk about in my book that I had when I was 20. Mm -hmm. They're they're talking about the same stuff. So there's a lot there, I think. There's Mm -hmm. still a lot there so all
0: right you've allayed my anxiety they that i love that that feels yeah
1: and that's kind of part of um the the kind of thing about my husband's work and his kind of nursing legacy really that he's dying and i then wrote this book you know that that maybe it's just a little bit of something that, that might help guide someone along the way very powerful. and that's yeah
0: very powerful
1: i just i just hope that, that that's the case
0: i i know it is i know i believe it is um and i i i love that you're um sharing this and i uh, appreciate you know the, the depth of um vulnerability that you've shared with us um i just have a couple more questions for you anna um if you're hanging in with me go for it um, <laughs> so when you um when I sent out the invitation and I told you what the name of the podcast was that it was care out loud um what did you have any thoughts about it you know um what, what, did, you um, what did you think about the name
1: i um what think about the name I thought about it. let me say yeah. I <laughs> thought about it. It gave me food for thought um yeah, but for me, I think that caring out, out loud, it, it comes in different formats, mm. and it doesn't necessarily have to show up as as being shouty and loud. It <laughs> it can be it can be about it's about it is about courage, actually, yeah. and and sometimes to. To be gentle and kind in a moment where there is no gentleness and kindness that is tearing out loud to me
0: yeah
1: that is sort of standing in your own beliefs and values um so so yeah so that that's kind of what what came up for me and when you talked earlier about um caring signs and and just sort of getting familiar with those words and that language of caring signs and i think the word you used was kind of it's it can be a bit clunky at first mm-hmm. um and um i think i think what it does do is give a voice to um a your values and and be what you actually know deep inside to be true, and so you've got this language of of caring science and the carry test processes that that enable us to just sort of almost have a confidence to to stand up and care out loud, yeah, <laughs> and and be heard, yeah, and because because we can articulate it better. Yeah.
0: The courage piece, that's really powerful um, to say, because I think um, the caring science, it's almost like it's the, I think it's the language of your soul. It's the language of your inner wisdom. And to have the courage to be able to express that in an environment that um, that's not the everyday lexicon. That's not, you know, um, kind of commonplace. Um, I think, yeah, I think that that's what the caring um, science or the care it coaching program helped me um, cultivate is that language but i have to tell you anna i mean um you care so out loud it it was just um so um amazing and i i think of moments on my journey as you were my faculty mentor um through the program where i felt your caring out loud um even in the quiet ways that you do it um you're absolutely right it's not bells and whistles necessary it can be Uh, But it's in those really quiet moments, it's in a lot of the silence that you offered myself and and the other um, members of our little little group um, to really feel the weight of what we were feeling, feeling the love of a supportive presence um, without words. And, um and it inspired me and gave me the courage to work on because'm I'm, I'm not there yet, but to work on um embracing the silence, not feeling like I had to fill it up um to let what's going to unfold unfold um as it will and for for people to feel seen. so uh for me, Anna, you're just a a beautiful exemplar of what it is to care out loud. And I'm so grateful um, that you shared your time and your story with me and everybody who's listening. um, So I asked this little question at the very end just so people can kind of get a, a peek behind the curtain, all right? Uh, who is Anna, besides being a Caritas um, faculty and postdoc and all this other cool stuff? So um, hold on to the desk while I ask this question. Um, what is on your bedside nightstand?
1: It's on my bedside? Um, at the moment, there's a photo. Okay. It's a photograph of my husband Fran with our boys and there is a little four little cards um which are kind of memo- in memoriam cards of one my mom one of my dad and then the other two are of my my best friend's mum and dad who were kind of like my second mom and dad so that's there yes my photos i'm trying I've got a book there at the moment which is um a John O'Donoghue our friend (laughs) O'Donoghue so that's there at the moment um I can't think of anything else oh there's a little card um that it says something like um may nothing disturb you may nothing trouble you so it's one of those kind of Celtic um kind of um blessings
0: yeah yeah very nice it It sounds
1: very untidy doesn't it
0: um actually i've heard of more untidy bedside tables than that so it does not sound untidy at all (laughs) um it sounds very much aligned with with who you are and and how you um how you you know move through your life and everything so um any last thoughts words you know anything that you'd like to share with the world um, about the work that you do or your, um, anything?
1: Um, I Well, I have got, as you said, to possibly get some bits from my book. Yes, please. So what, um, so it was very prominent for me in the process of his, his dying and being alongside as he was dying and in the months and years that followed. Was this thing that uh, it was like this experience and people thought, i I know this i've done this before and it was almost like a remember it wasn't a discovering i called it remembering purpose it wasn't like going at a discovering it was like i remember this i i know how to show up here and uh, not in not in the light of confident way it was just this deep kind of knowing that that i That I was safe and and I was held and so I've got this little this is um just a few lines here and I'll just share it so it says and so it was that I found myself walking alongside Fran as he lived his dying as our lives were turned into chaos I began to let go of expectations and logical plans and attempted to live in the moment as was his wish. Gently awakening to a new reality, I had the bizarre yet profound realization that I had done it before, and if I trusted my body and my intuition, all would be well. Amidst it all, the profound sense of remembering purpose resonated. Everything I had ever done, felt or experienced was in order to live the days from Fran's diagnosis to his last breath.
0: That's so beautiful. I I have to ask you. And so the remembering, have you explored that? um, Was the remembering your soul? What was the remembering?
1: Remembering was... um, I was remembering... um, a lot of it this this idea of trusting my body and my intuition, I was remembering childbirth and all the kind of um sort of intuitive things that that you do as um you you prepare mm-hmm. to give and your kind of body knows what to do and it was that kind of like this kind of intuition this instinctive thing just kicks in and if you could you just go with that flow and it's a connection of it's that life and death that sacred circle of, of life and death and and so that that was what it was and and that kind of remembering that in those most profound and sacred moments of, of life and death we are we're connected in our humanity and we hold each other in compassion in those times. And it, it that was the remembering and the remembering of my purpose that that's what I was there to do.
0: Absolutely beautiful. Anna, thank you so very much. I I can't even begin to tell you how grateful I am for you for sharing. <laughs> was <laughs> so profound. I'm going to urge af- absolutely everyone, you must go to the Watson Caring Science Institute website. Um, the Lotus Library is where um, Anna's book is published and available for purchase. Um, it's entitled, Birds Hold Our Secrets, A Caritas Story of Grief and Remembering. Um, you will not regret the read. It's absolutely profound and just eloquently written. Um, thank you again, Anna. And um, I really appreciate thank you. it. You're just the best. Thank you.
1: And it's lovely to see you and to talk to you.
0: Brilliant. Thank you for sharing your time with Anna and I today. Please join me next week when I get to chat with Emily Solomon. Emily is a marine biologist, conservation educator, marine science and biology teacher, and one of National Geographic's Women of Impact. Join us as we explore Emily's passion for planetary health through a trauma-informed paradigm. Showing up on purpose makes the difference, and that begins when we care out loud, together.